The following is a King's Chapel, Alaska presentation with Pastor Daniel Bracken. Our passion's making disciples of Jesus Christ who fulfill God's call and help us be the personal, powerful, permeating church God's called us to be. For more information, visit kcalaska.com or find us on Facebook. Here's Pastor Daniel. Feel free to take whatever posture is comfortable for you. If you want to sit, you can sit. If you want to stand, you can stand. There might be announcements, but they're not going to be now. Worship team, thank you. Thank you. I want to read to you as we minister in the Holy Ghost tonight. Uh, from Second Chronicles chapter 6. Again, you want to stay on the floor, that's fine. If you want to stand, that's fine. Just take whatever posture is comfortable for you. In Second Chronicles chapter 5, reads, Now when Solomon and the elders of Israel all the heads of the tribes and the chief fathers of the children of Israel in Jerusalem. They might bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord up from the city of David, which is in Zion. I was standing there just a few weeks ago. The city of David, Zion. Therefore all the men of Israel assembled with the king at the feast, which is in the seventh month. So all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the ark. I brought up the ark, the tabernacle of meeting, and all the holy furnishings that were in the tabernacle. The priests and the Levites brought them up. Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel who were assembled with him before the ark were sacrificing sheep and oxen could not be counted or numbered for the multitude. There was so much sacrifice, they could not figure out actually how much that was. The priests brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place, to the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread their wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubim overshadowed the ark and its poles. The poles extended so that the ends of the poles of the ark could be seen from the holy place, from the front of the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from the outside, and they're there to this day. Nothing was in the ark except the two tablets which Moses put there at Horeb. Those are the Ten Commandments. When the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel, when they had come out of Egypt, and it came to pass. When the priests came out of the most holy place, for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves without keeping to their divisions. And the Levites 
who were the singers, all those of Esaph and Heman and Jeduthon, with their sons and the brethren, stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments, and harps, and with them 120 priests sounding with trumpets. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in the praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For He is good, for His mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, Acts chapter 2. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Interesting in verse 14 of chapter 1, book of Acts. It says they all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. 120 in the upper room. 120 at the dedication of the first temple. 120 at the outpouring in the Spirit. When they were all together, one accord, singing as one, praising God, there came a release of the power of God. I want to tell you something. One of the reasons there was a bit of a brass heaven is because everybody's thinking about the burnt toast, thinking about, the, you know, how, how cold is it going to get and the 14 people that got murdered, and we need to pray for that. But there is something when you come together in the house of the Lord and really begin to call on His name and just let all those things pass to the right and to the left and lift up your voice and lift up your your hands and lift up your heart before the Lord and declare that He alone is great, that He will fill a place. He will come by His power. And it and sometimes it is like a cloud. Sometimes you'll actually see a cloud, but you don't have to. But but it does happen. There are those that say, well, what is all that falling out stuff, people on the floor? I don't really understand it. I just know that I found myself when I've been worshiping with all my heart, so desperate, so hungry, or even just at times surprised, like he just surprised me, but I'll end up on the floor. So is that biblical? Yeah. Anytime an angel shows up, they're on the floor. Anytime God showed up in a cloud, 
The priest can't stand. Now, if you can't stand, what does that look like? So if you can't stand, then you're sitting? Okay. Maybe you're sitting. Could be, though, that you're on the floor. Not that that's the goal, but it is a byproduct of the glory and the presence of God. I'll tell you why there's not more fruit for many. It's because they don't know how to enter into His presence and stay there and walk with Him and talk with Him and abide with Him. And I'm, I'm you know, we're all learning. I'm, I long for you, God, to go another level. I'll tell you what this house is known for and will be known for in the years to come. Should the Lord tarry as thousands upon thousands come to the knowledge of Jesus, we will never, ever, so help me God, so as long as I'm breathing, I will not shrink back and shrink back from the power and the presence of the Lord. We will contend. We will let him come. We will let him come. We're going to teach the word, preach the word, but there's nothing like his presence. There's nothing like His presence. There's nothing like His presence. There's nothing like Your presence, God. Oh, in Your presence, tumors melt. In Your presence, mountains melt like wax, God. There's nothing like Your presence. No one is like You. Lord, won't You let Your presence come just a little more tonight? Oh God, I won't stop you. Lord, I promise if there's anything that's weird that starts to happen, I'll be sure to stop it. Yet at the same time, we want you to manifest in our midst. We want the fullness of your power and your presence. We don't want man. We don't want a liturgical dead service. That's not who you made us to be. Lord, I'm hungry for you tonight. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, come. Mark us with your presence. Oh, Lord. Come on, just begin to lift your voice tell him come on hunger for him call on his name tonight thirsty Listen, you can do this in your home. You can do this in your car. I used to get so messed up on the job, I'd go to the bathroom, shut the door, lift my hands and get full of the Holy Ghost because I'd just get so frustrated and needed Him so bad. Come on, you can make any bathroom a chapel. You could go in a closet. Lots of talk about closets in Scripture. In fact, I'd encourage some of you need to go into the closet, shut the door, wait till the fire falls on you. You don't have to be nervous and scared about the devil. He's a defeated foe. He's defeated. For those that know it, his power's in his lie. Get you all afraid and nervous. 
when your heavenly Father has given you the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, given you authority. So, Lord, we just interrupt our normal service. in an expression of hunger and gratitude and thanksgiving and praise to say that we want more of you. Have your way tonight. Have your way tonight. I've said it so many times before. It wasn't the mochas that kept me in church. It wasn't a cappuccino that kept me coming back. I love cappuccinos, but Jesus is better than any cappuccino. His presence. Come on, just for a moment longer, lift your hands to heaven and call on his name. Come on, call on him. Call on his name right now. Hallelujah. Glory. It should be a catalabababa. Yes, healing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Seven fifty nine. There's nothing on TV. You can eat later. So what are we doing, Pastor? I have no idea. Other than just waiting on it. How's that? I think that's a, a probably pretty good idea. Wait on the Lord. It's good to wait on Him. Thank you for your people tonight, God. Thank you for touching people. I see you touching people all over. I see God touching people. See the presence of God all over you, Becky Day. See God just touching you. He's touching you. He's touching the Robinsons. I see his presence all on you guys right there. That whole section, Eric, touching you. Healing, meeting every need. Releasing wisdom. Eric, the Lord says, 
as you've been asking for wisdom, he's going to give it to you. It's going to be plain. It's not going to be some like, you know, Rubik's Cube from heaven that you have to figure out. He's going to make it plain to you. There's wisdom that you need as a married couple right now. I see him giving you wisdom. It'll come very simply in a dream, and you're not going to have to send it into the, you know, dreaminterpreters.com or anything like that. He's, he's going to make it plain. He's going to speak very plain. He's already begun to speak, but it's going to be confirmed. And you'll just know this is the way, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. This is it. He's going to speak to you. And, and it's been like uh, some speed wobbles. You ever skateboard? And so I just see the Lord just bringing a, a clarity and vision and purpose, and uh, and it's going to make it plain. Lord, release that. I see it. God, thank you. Release it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Would you take someone by the hand? Just connect all across the place. pray for each other and maybe we'll do some announcements well hallelujah Wally would you come and lead us in prayer would you would you make way for him to just the Red Sea here in the middle would you just make if you don't know the person you're connected to, just introduce yourself. Take a moment. This is my friend Wally Pearson, one of our leaders, great man of God. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, begin to pray. Father, you're an awesome God. Father, you never let us down. You never forsake us, Father. Your love is way beyond our understanding. Father, help us to open our hearts up to that love, Father. Father, we're hungry for your glory, Father. We can do nothing without your presence, Father. Father, we ask for an increase of your glory in our lives, Father. I ask for an increase of hunger in their hearts, Father. Father, change their hearts, Father. Soften their hearts, Father. Fill them with your glory, Father, now in Jesus' name, Father. Fill their hungry hearts with your glory, Father. Cause them to see you and not the things around them, Father. Cause them not to see the battle but your truth, Father. Cause them to see your love in your face, Father. Cause them to see their, that, Jesus, you are the answer. There is no other answer in this earth but you, O oh Lord. Not our government, not our city, not our officials, Father. You are the only hope we have, Father. Father, we hunger and thirst after your righteousness, after your truth, Father. Let nothing go in vain that your, your son did on that cross, Father. We ask that that truth would rise up within us. We ask that your glory would rise up within us, Father. That your glory would so shine through us that people would desire what we have, Father. That we would change the environment that we walk in, that we stand in, Father. That wherever we walk, where we work, whatever we touch, whatever we do, that your name would be glorified through us, Father. We ask for your kingdom to come. Your will be done in our lives, Father. Father, charge us with your glory, Father. We're hungry with your glory, Father. Pour out your glory, Father. 
more of your glory, Father. In Jesus' name, more of your glory, Father. Holy Spirit, bombard us with your fire, Father. Your fire, Father. Fill us with your glory, Father. Hunger and thirst after your righteousness, Father. Cause us to see the lost, Father. Cause us to know who our enemy is. Cause us to know that nothing is impossible to us, Father. That greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, Father. That this that Satan and all of his forces have to stop in their tracks. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that you are Lord and Savior, Father. Rise up your people in, your, in might and power that you meant them to walk in, Father. We're hungry for your glory, Father. We're hungry for your glory, Father. Oh, Father, more. More, Father. More, 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 more of your glory, Father. Oh, more, Father. More of your glory, Father. We want more, Father. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Oh. your glory father your glory father we're hungry for your glory father we're nothing without your glory father more in jesus name more your fire glory your fire is glory father your cleansing glory your healing glory your delivering glory father your restoring glory father your prosperous glory father we want your glory father we hunger and thirst for your glory and your truth Whoa! Thank you, Jesus. Whoa! Oh. Mm. Whoa!
on, lift your hands to heaven. I release you from the opinions of your neighbors. I release you from my opinion. Know for certain I am released from yours. Just let him touch you. Let him touch you. If you're uncomfortable, you might have gotten a little religious, a little uptight. Just let him touch you. It's all right. It's a safe place. The shepherd would make a, a cut out of the bank so the still water would be there so the sheep could drink from the still water. It's the still waters of his spirit. It's nothing strange. It's nothing abnormal. Biblically, anyway. It's abnormal for those who've wandered out of the way of understanding and rest in the congregation of the dead. It is abnormal for that. That's Proverbs, by the way. The man who wanders out of the way of understanding will rest in the congregation of the dead. There is a congregation that's dead that's not here. The way of understanding, I believe, is the way of the cloud, the way of the fire, the way of the spirit gives life letter letter killeth oh, yeah. let him touch you just a little while longer and we will see him just a little while longer we will 
fully know as we are fully known. Just a little while. Just a little while. I believe time's rolling up like a scroll. I believe we're close. Coming to the end of the age. Now just a little while now. Just a little while. Come on, just a little bit of heaven here tonight.
there's another wave of healing right there. This is a whole another wave of healing if you have sickness or any infirmity. Just lay hands on yourself. Person here with migraines. Those migraines are going right now. Don't underestimate what could happen in the moment of His presence and His power. Don't underestimate it. Don't, don't shut it down and get all intellectual and wonder why we're not teaching the Bible. We are teaching right now. So you are? Yeah. Acts 4. Enable us with great boldness to preach your word. To preach your word by stretching out your hand to heal. It is all part of it. It's not just head knowledge and taking notes. Come on, just let him touch you. We'll do that too. Maybe tonight, maybe not. Just let him touch you. Well, let him touch you. Disconnect from a carnal mindset and let the Holy Spirit come over you. Let him overshadow you. Let him heal you of the wounds, the deep wounds. There are deep wounds that are being healed tonight. Those of you that have been rejected, those of you that have been wounded, those of you who had words like arrows pierced through your heart, God is removing the arrow and He's pouring in the balm of Gilead right now. The Holy Spirit's touching and healing rejection, touching and healing right now. Be healed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. just to know your heart and would you keep me here until we're one all I want all I want is just to know your heart and would you keep me here until we're one you can stand, you can sit, you can lie down, do whatever you want let him touch you. One is just to know your heart and would you keep me here until we're one. All I want is just to know your heart and would you keep me here until we're So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe upon him would not perish but have everlasting life there is what scripture calls perishing 
And there is a place called heaven. And God so loves you that he sent his only son, the only begotten of the Father, fully God, fully man, walked the earth for 33 and a half years, cleansed the leper, healed the sick, cast out devils, fed the 4,000, fed the 5,000, took your sin and my sin upon him at Gethsemane, resisting even to the point of shedding blood through his own sweat. He sweat drops of blood. Was brought through a corrupt trial. 39 lashes upon his back. Sinless blood dripping. In answer to prophecy that by his stripes you're healed and he was led to the place of the skull called Golgotha, also called Calvary, and was crucified, a criminal's death by Romans, a thief on both sides, crucified for your sin and mine. And as he hung there on Passover, Passover, the time when they would kill the lambs, each Jewish family bringing a lamb, to the Passover celebration as mandated by the law of Moses. In remembrance of the Passover when the death angel passed over and they were delivered out of Egypt, the final plague. And on that Passover, as John the Baptist declared, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, the Lamb, God's Lamb, God's Son, was crucified. At the same time, all the lambs were being killed for Passover. He was God's lamb. Six hours, one Friday, with a mighty earthquake, with rocks splitting and the temple curtain ripping from the top all the way to the bottom, signifying that the Holy Spirit doesn't dwell inside a temple made by hands anymore. Signifying that the Holy Spirit has come to live inside every human heart that believes and receives Him as Lord and Savior and repents of their sin. He went in for three days in the tomb, as was prophesied. Types and shadows all over the Old Testament. Jonah in the belly of the whale, three days. So many other types and shadows. He took the keys of hell and death, and he rose again on the third day, as was fulfilling the Scriptures. Death, where is, those where is thy sting? Death could not hold him. He rose again, first appearing to the women, which is unusual in that women at that time could not testify, were not even counted as credible witnesses. Then, over a period of 40 days, he walked the earth. Wow. Then he ascended. And as he ascended, the angels say, Men, why do you look to heaven? For he'll return in the same way. And they told his disciples, Go into Jerusalem and tarry, wait until you're endued with power from on high, for I will send you another. Don't, don't, I'm not going to leave you, leave you as orphans. I'm going to send you another, the Holy Spirit. 
We've been preaching on the Holy Ghost. Tonight, not orchestrated by anything that I drummed up in my office. I have sort of a message. This is not it. We just let him come. So why? Because when I felt that hindrance, I thought, no way. Lord, just come. And he began to come. And then we just decided to yield. Listen, if you're not right with God, the reason you're here tonight is not so that you could look around and say, well, you saw people on the floor and you felt something or your hair stood on end. The reason you're here tonight is so that you could get right with God. And there really is a hell to shun and there really is a heaven to gain. And God really does love you. Don't play stupid religious games. God knows and sees right through it anyway. And it doesn't help you. It'll just lead you into greater bondage and poverty, sickness and disease. It'll just lead you deeper in to all that. Don't play religious games. Get real with God. Get real. If you're not living right for God, then repent and come to Him and, and receive Him tonight. Believe on Him and stop it. Stop living foolish. Stop. Don't take His kindness for weakness. He's long-suffering and patient that we would come to repentance. If you're not living right for God, maybe you've heard the good news before. It's the good news that you don't have to be in bondage anymore. You don't have to be sick anymore. You don't have to be busted and disgusted anymore. You don't have to be separated from God anymore. You can be reconciled. You can have peace with God. You won't find that at the end of any bottle. You won't find that at the end of any relationship. You won't find that anywhere but in God. That's the only place you'll find that. No amount of money. No smooth, cool car, great job, fame, fortune. None of that will satisfy you. None of it will. And if you're not right with God, with every head bowed, every eye closed, I want to give you opportunity to get right with Him right now. If that's you, you're serious. You don't want to play religious games. You really do want to get right with God. Every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around, giving each person a moment to reflect and examine their heart. If you die tonight, are you going to heaven? Yes or no? And if you're like, no, or I'm not sure, then you just need to get right with God. You say, I think that's me. If that's you, on the count of three, I want you to slip your hand up. One. Two. Three. Do it right now. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. Raise it high, unashamed. Who cares? It's only going to be you in the end anyway. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Anybody else? All right. If you're serious, we don't want to embarrass anybody. That's the last thing we want to do. We protect people's dignity here. But there is something about acknowledging God before people who love Him. Jesus said, if you acknowledge me before men, I'll acknowledge you before my Father in heaven. But if you deny me, I will deny you. There is something about getting right with God publicly. If you raise your hand and you meant it, Meet me right here, right now. Just come right here, right here. We're going to all pray together. Come on, just come. Come on, somebody ought to put their hands together for these guys. New life. It's a new start. It's a new start. Come, come closer. Come on, come closer. Come on, come, 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 come. Come on, stand up on your feet all across this place. Put your best hand clap together for these. 
Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, you can do better than that. Thank you, God. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Come on, people getting right with God. That's why we're here. Lord, thank you. And we're going to pray this very simple prayer. All of you just look at me, right? There's nothing that can make you right except by believing on Jesus. You can't earn it. Because if you could, then Jesus never had to come. You can't earn it. You can't do enough good things. You can't surrender your body to the flames or give all you have to the poor. It's all rubbish. The only thing that gets your sin forgiven is by believing the Lord Jesus. As I look at you, I see a generation of godly people. I see even your grandparents and people that have prayed for you. You have really cheated death many times. You've got a tender heart. It's a great day. It's a great day today. Praise God. Isn't that right? Come on, let's right all right up front. We're going to pray this very simple prayer. And then a simple prayer. Everything you ever did wrong is going to be gone. It's going to be underneath the blood. It's going to be where? Underneath the blood. Another way of saying it, the Bible says it'll be in the sea of forgetfulness. And there's no fishing there. I like fishing. It's coming eventually. But you don't fish in the sea of forgetfulness. All right. Let's just pray this right out loud. Just say it right out loud. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place. Forgive me of all of my sin. I'm sorry. Come into my life. Come into my heart. And be my Lord. Be my Savior. I'm sorry. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Lift your hands to heaven because that's where your help from comes from. Some of you really need to forgive. There's people that have hurt you. Listen, Jesus died for that, for that, that horrible thing that happened to you when you were a little girl, little boy. He died for that. He did. You just need to forgive that person. Maybe it's a parent or sibling. Just forgive him right now as an act of faith. Just forgive him. The Holy Spirit, I pray, fill touch these right now. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. You're rolling back all the years. Rolling back all the years. Oh, it's good. It's good. Let it out. He's healing. He's healing you. He's healing you. Rolling back all the years, all the pain, all the hurt. Heartbreak after a heartbreak after a heartbreak. He came, Isaiah 61, to heal the brokenhearted. He came to heal the brokenhearted. That's you, sweetheart. He's healing your heart right now. Your sin is gone. It's a new day. You're not your past. You're brand new. Lord's healing your heart right now. Lord, touch, heal, heal. Even generational things that took place. That pattern's broken. It's broken tonight. Lord, thank you. Lord, touch, heal all the years. 
healing Jesus heal all the years that the locusts have taken you have been misunderstood all your life there's been those that have taken advantage and not really understood who you really are there's greatness on the inside of you I've created you for a purpose the Lord says tremendous creativity you have artistic talent you see things everything you touch you can make beautiful the Lord's touching you and he's healing you even when you were about 14 years old the devil took a strong arrow pierced right through your heart there were those that were to protect you but they were not to be found the Lord says Lord says, I'm removing that arrow. It's set in course motion and things in your life. At 13, 14, set in course motion and things in your life that are even, even been in motion to this day. But I prophesy to you. I prophesy to you. I declare, I proclaim to you that that cycle is over. And the Lord is removing that arrow right now. It's almost been like a kick me sign on your back in the spirit. It's being removed right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Lord, release your healing. Move that arrow in Jesus' name. Touch and heal right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you. It's touching, it's healing. So much. It's all under the bridge. It's all under the blood. It's gone. There's some physical healing that's taking place, even in your physical body right now. that healing touch right now Jesus thank you Holy Spirit let your fire come let your power come Lord on this man of God you're a man of God I've taken away the shame I've taken away the names that were even placed upon you I'm putting a new name on you says the Lord will work it all for good. Put your hand to the plow, son. Don't look back. There ain't nothing back there. Don't look back. Lord, release courage to break some of the some of the ties that still exist. There's some ties that the enemy would would have you keep intact, and he wants God wants you to break those. You break them. You watch and see what the Lord will do beyond anything you could possibly dream beyond anything you could have even hoped or imagined mighty reconciliation in your family I mean your whole family like your, like your, your whole family 
may not might even know where they are. I'm just telling you, God's going to bring it all together. He's saving your whole family. You're like a rope holder. And I'm going to make you even into an intercessor, God. God, the Lord says. I'm going to wake you up, and I'm going to begin to put burdens on your heart. You're a man who loves your friends, and he deeply you'll give your shirt off your back for them. You've been backstabbed plenty, but somehow you've been able to keep a heart of, of tenderness towards people. You love people. And the Lord's going to take you and take your life and use you even as a trophy of His grace. It's also physical healing that's taking place right now. In Jesus' name. It's a good word. Lift your hands, son. Lift them. Jesus' name. Free in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you for this precious man of God. There's nothing you can't do with the Lord. Nothing. There's no handicap. There's no shortage. You're blessed. Called by God. Anointed by God. Sensitive to the Spirit. Lord, bless this young man. My goodness. Somebody ought to clap and shout to God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Put your hands together for Jesus. Here's what we want to do. Pastor Vince, would you help us? Would you all just follow Pastor Vince right through the double doors for just a moment? Let us, let us help you get a little bit of information, help you grow in the things of God. Only take about three minutes. Everybody else, would you please be seated? What a service. Wow. Put your hands together for these guys one more time. Wally, would you help my brother? Just help, help him on out there. Oh, yeah, it is. Here's what we're going to do. Take your Bibles with me. Turn for a moment. Uh, 2 Corinthians. Good. Whew. 2 Corinthians. Woo! What a service. I think we got jumped. Some of you needed a good jumping. Some of you needed a good Holy Ghost beatdown. Get all stiff. Brother Wally.
I was lost and he found me. I was lost and he found me. Hallelujah. To the lamb that was slain. I was broken and he healed me. I was broken and he healed me. Hallelujah. To the lamb that was slain. I was addicted and he set me free. Addicted and he set me free. I was addicted and he set me free. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah to the Mighty One. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord, for setting me free. Thank you, Lord, for filling me. And thank you, Lord. just haven't really had a good drink out of the river of the presence of God. Some of you just hadn't really just need to get smashed, snookered in the Holy Ghost. You really just really need to get, come on, get a touch. There's no overdoses in God. There is, there is a river. There's a river. There's a river that flows from the throne of God full of healing, full of peace, full of joy. There's a river that flows to your house from His throne. If you'll receive it, you need to shake off the heavy bands and lift up the holy hands and and receive the healing power of heaven in your life. Come on. He made you. He's the only one that can fix you. He created you. He created you. Who else could satisfy you? I've not been, I didn't come from an ape. Maybe you did, but I know I did. Now I came. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter eight. And now, brothers, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. Out of the most severe trial, their overflowing joy. Well, that's interesting. Severe trial, but in the midst of severe trial, overwhelming joy. (laughs) Jesus, help me out. 
and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able, even beyond their ability. How do you give beyond your ability? God. Entirely on their own. They, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the saints. And they did not do as, as we, they did not do as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us, keeping with God's will, so we urged. See, what he's doing is he's talking, this is Corinthians, he's talking to the church in Corinth, and he's saying, there's this other group of people in Macedonia. They were so broke, they couldn't even pay attention. I'm paraphrasing. They've been through such suffering and trial, and yet they had this overwhelming joy. And in the midst of the overwhelming joy, they pleaded with us that they may give help in the service. What's the service? They pleaded with the Apostle Paul to give to him, to bring finances to help the church in Jerusalem. Now, I've been meditating on this. I'm just going to tell you something. That is not taught in too many churches. And what will always precede a great outpouring is always a release of generosity. You ready, huh, honey? And what he's basically saying is saying, hey, Corinth, there's this church of Macedonia that just, they, they begged to get, I mean, God so supernaturally supplied them and he's challenging them. We, we need to be like that. That's what he's saying. Sure got quiet. Wow. Oh, look at this. Verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake, watch this. Pay close attention. Put the scripture up on the screen for me, please. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake. Everybody say, for my sake. For my sake he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. Wealth has nothing to do with money. But it does include it. I know lots of people, I've known people that have tons of money and they have no joy, no peace, no, no satisfaction. Can't get no satisfaction. Rolling Stones was prophesying, that's right. Rolling Stones was right. Mick Jagger had it down right there. Still can't get none. Because money won't satisfy. Wealth won't satisfy. But, you know, you're going to live in the world. You, you know, you're still here. Come on, pinch yourself. You're going to need some cash. And God gives it to you. He'll give it to you if he can trust you with it. But it's not just that. There's relational wealth. Come on, you know, the, the service that we've had, I mean, we're almost done. 
telling you. I'm telling you, it's rich. His presence, the anointing, the yoke-destroying power of the Holy Spirit. If it's your first time here, we, we really do teach and preach the Word. We just float a little bit tonight. We love the Word. I'd like to think, I hope, I pray that we have balance here. If all you do is get the Word, you will dry up. Some of you know flat out what I'm talking about. And if all you do is has a spirit, you're going to blow up. You need both to grow up. All right, so let's let's give tonight. <laughs> Ushers, my wife's ready. Get get my get my wife an envelope. Praise the Lord. Ushers, would you help us out? The things that preachers go through. If you could see behind the scenes. Pastor Alex, you feeling better? Vocal cords? Almost? Praise God. One of our own has been friends of ours and taught us how to, how to parent and discipled us in many ways. Uh, Pastor Brian and Pastor Kelly Reynolds. Some of you know who they are. Pastor Kelly has come down with diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. Did I got that right? Any medical people? Amen. Something like that. And um, uh, that's, you know, that's life endangering. And uh, so she's been, it was in ICU and they treated her and uh, she came out and, and the antibiotics didn't work. She's now on her second cycle. They're like, it's got to work. This has to work. You know, it's life endangering. And she's like, oh, like she finally gets it. They're sort of suffering quietly. I went ahead and blasted some Facebook thing. For those of you that saw that, go ahead and share it, boost it, do whatever you want to do. Our church in Oregon is about to open, grand opening on Sunday, and there is a war. There's a war going on. Oregon needs the power of God. They need the holy smoke, not dope smoke. Amen. They need, they need, they need God to come. Somebody say amen. They need God. It's the most liberal, messed up, jacked up, physician-assisted suicide. First ones to do that in the whole, whole nation. They need a move of God. They need a revival. Listen, if you're from Oregon and I'm offending you, I'm sorry, but I'm just telling the truth. They need a revival in Oregon. We're going to pray. Ushers, would you come? Let's just pray. Some of you, if you want to give towards Oregon, you can do that. Going to grand opening, but let's just contend right now in Jesus' name for her to be healed. Father, in Jesus' name, we contend, we pray right now, again, that that foul assignment of the enemy that tried to steal, kill, and rub her life out. Hey, wait, don't pass that bucket yet. Give me that bucket back. Ain't ready yet. You got trigger happy over there. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's excited. All right, that's good. Now, where was I? We bind the power of darkness off of her in Jesus' name, illness, Diverlicutitis or whatever it is. God, we command that thing to go in Jesus' name. Lord, heal her body right now. Come on, say that with me. Heal her body right now. Drive it out. Supernatural recovery in Jesus' name. And now bless those that give <laughs> bonuses, raises, promotions, inheritance, supernatural favor, witty inventions, ideas, houses that we didn't build.
vineyards that we didn't plant, the favor of God, Lord, upon each and every one of us, open up and provide God for us, I pray in Jesus' holy name. Lord, even the blessing of Abraham would rest upon us that you blessed Abraham in all things. You would bless us in all things for the purpose of being a? Amen. Ushers, go ahead. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Hopefully you've been encouraged tonight. Very unusual service. I actually had something on the gift of faith and stuff, but anyway, we'll get there. Just being led by the Holy Ghost. And uh, I've been refreshed myself. God knows I needed a little refreshing tonight. Anybody else? You've been refreshed, all right? Listen, I'm telling you, you can go home and have the power of God in your house. That's God's design. The church church was never really in a building at first. It was in people's homes. And we do that too. It's called small groups. Amen. Start another season coming up here. Just excited about what God's doing. You go home. Love God. Put on some worship. Stop listening to that nasty stuff. Stop watching that junk that poisons your mind. And begin to fill your heart, fill your mind with the Word of God. Start learning to pray. Start learning to, come on, He'll wake you up at night. I'm going to tell you, He will satisfy you. He'll satisfy you. That other stuff, that ain't unsatisfying, you know it. Amen? Stand up on your feet, we'll close. Father, thank you. Pastor Vince Vinson, would you come and lead us, close us in prayer? Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this time that we've had with you, Lord. And we pray, God, that your spirit would go with us, Lord. Your traveling mercies would be upon us, God. That we would ride safely at our destinations, Lord. But most of all, God, what we've picked up here, let us take it to our homes. Let's take it into our heart, Lord. Take it into our homes. Take it into our cars. Every place we go, Lord. May we be full of your spirit, Lord, and about your business. Have your way through us, Lord. Whoa! In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming. We'll see you Sunday morning. Thanks for listening to King's Chapel, Alaska and Pastor Daniel Bracken. Our passion is making disciples of Jesus Christ who fulfill God's life call and help us to be the personal, powerful and permeating church God's called us to be. Get in touch with us anytime at 907-357-2065, 907-357-2065 or online at kcalaska.com, kcalaska.com. Friend us on Facebook and follow Pastor Daniel's tweets at Alaska Revival.